48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. The city reports no new COVID-related deaths for the first time in almost three months. A government advisor urges the government to consider letting incoming travellers quarantine at home. And Sinn Féin is poised to make historic gains in Northern Ireland and one step closer to its dream of a united Ireland. Around 190 people have been ordered to undergo mandatory COVID screening after health officials reported an outbreak at a Yunlong restaurant. It comes after four customers who visited the Peony Golden Court restaurant on Sunday morning tested positive for the virus. Dr. Albert Al from the Center for Health Protection says the four patients were all seated at a center of the restaurant. He spoke through an interpreter. We believe that in the course of the meal, probably there was a silent transmitter, asymptomatic, who went in. Everybody was mosque off and during the eating time, and there is a chance of uh, transmission. They didn't know one another, but they appeared at the same time in the restaurant. So we believe that it's likely that these four people were infected uh, in the course of their meal at the restaurant. In total, new coronavirus cases in the city dropped slightly to 278. 18 of the cases were imported. For the first time in almost three months, health officials have recorded no additional COVID-related deaths. Government pandemic advisor Ivan Hung says it's high time that officials further relax quarantine restrictions for inbound travelers as the local pandemic situation shows more signs of easing. With daily COVID infection figures expected to fall below 100 within two weeks, Professor Hung says people returning to Hong Kong should be allowed to quarantine at home rather than at hotels. For overseas returnees, they should be allowed to quarantine at home, provided that they have already received three doses of the vaccine, or that they have two doses, plus that they have evidence that they have previous infection, which is counted at what dose of vaccine. And I think that's really reasonable and feasible to quarantine at home for seven days. But at the same time, you need to wear a tracer so that you could be contacted straight away if you are tested positive during the seven-day quarantine at home. The government advisor added that if 90% of locals are triple jabbed and there are no further COVID variants emerging, inbound travelers should even be allowed to resume their normal lives the following day, provided that they test negative on arrival. The head of the Electoral Affairs Commission, Barnabas Fung, says four election committee members have registered to cast their ballots from a special booth at the Penny's Bay quarantine facility for tomorrow's chief executive poll. Damon Pang reports. The four will be among nearly 1,500 election committee members who will decide whether to endorse the sole candidate, John Lee. Voting in Penny's Bay will start at 9 in the morning and last for an hour and a half, an hour shorter than the main voting station at the Wan Chai Convention and Exhibition Centre. Barnabas Fong said if the voters are found to have a fever, they'll still be allowed to vote in Wan Chai. Inside the main polling station, we have uh, fever detection. And if someone is detected to have a high temperature, they will be asked to use a special passage to access the special bullying proof. It's separate from the bulk of the other easy members. Meanwhile, police say they'll conduct random high-profile patrols across the city on polling day in what they described as counter-terrorism measures to defend the SAR. 
the force said on Facebook that the operations will be conducted at different MTR stations to ensure that the CE election can be conducted in a safe manner. Meanwhile, Chief Executive Carrie Lam has advised election officials to be familiar with the proceedings to ensure the poll is conducted in a smooth manner. Police say they've arrested three people aged between 42 and 61 on suspicion of drug trafficking after seizing $12 million worth of narcotics, including suspected meth and cannabis buds. Officers accused the two men and one woman of using potent spices to cover the smell of the drugs stored in residential units and a warehouse in Yunlong. Two of them have since been charged with trafficking dangerous drugs. They're due to appear in court on Monday. And onto the weather, becoming cloudy with a few showers with temperatures ranging between 24 and 29 degrees. The outlook, a few showers in the next couple of days. Currently, 24 degrees Celsius, the relative humidity, 82%. RTHK, the time is now 5 minutes past 11. Turning overseas now and the counting of votes in con- is continuing in Northern Ireland, where the nationalist Sinn Féin is on course to become the largest party. It won the most first preference votes in Thursday's election. Unionist parties that want to remain part of the UK have dominated Northern Ireland since partition a century ago. Sinn Féin's leader Mary Lou Macdonald has said she hopes for referendums on a united Ireland soon. The BBC's Chris Page is in Belfast. Mary Lou Macdonald has taken Sinn Féin to new electoral heights on both sides of the Irish border. It still has a number of politicians who were in the IRA, but they are becoming fewer as time passes. Now Sinn Féin is set to replace the DUP as the largest party in Northern Ireland, which it ultimately wants to merge with another state. Polls also suggest Sinn Féin is on course to win a general election in the Republic of Ireland in the next few years. Emmanuel Macron has promised a new style of governance at his re-inauguration as president. Mr. Macron promised a new social and ecological contract in a simple ceremony at the Elysee Palace. The BBC's Hugh Schofield reports from Paris. Newly re-elected, Emmanuel Macron received again the golden chain of the Grand Master of the Legion of Honour. Then, in a short speech, promised a new beginning for this second term. Last month's election gave him a clear and historic victory, but it also exposed the rifts at the heart of French society and the growing strength of the forces of far right and left. With parliamentary elections now a few weeks away, in which he needs to secure a working majority, President Macron promised a new social and ecological contract with the French French people and to make France a stronger and more independent nation. The Taliban have ordered all women to veil their faces when in public, returning Afghanistan to the dress code enforced during their previous time in power. A ministry recommended that women wear the all-encompassing burqa. Here's the BBC's Anbarasan Atharajan. If anyone is violating this order, then the Taliban officials will visit their male relatives, they will be warned and they will also be given a short prison centers or dismissed from government jobs if the woman uh, was found to be repeatedly violating uh, this order. And one of the important or very striking advice is if they don't have any work, they should stay at home. Uh, these are some of the you know, rules announced by the Taliban, which has really dismayed many Afghan activists. And this is what they had been dreading for a long time about going back to the old Taliban days. 
The Council of Europe's Commissioner for Human Rights has described as staggering the extent and gravity of violations of rights and international humanitarian law by Russian forces in Ukraine. Duny Miotvich was speaking at the end of a four-day trip to Kiev and the surrounding region. Shanghai continues to see a fall in daily COVID infections with around 4,200 new local cases. Of the latest infections, 253 had symptoms, while the rest were asymptomatic. The city also reported 13 more COVID-related deaths. Despite the drop in cases, Zhao Dandan from the city's health commission warned against complacency. He spoke through an interpreter. Although Shanghai is seeing a decline for the reported cases, we are still at the critical period for the prevention control. We should not relax based on the previous achievements. Nationwide, officials logged a total of 4,620 local cases. To sports now, Chelsea Football Club says terms have been agreed for its purchase by a consortium led by the American businessman Todd Bowley, who is a co-owner of the Los Angeles Dodgers. The London club was put up for sale by its Russian former owner, Roman Abramovich, shortly before he was sanctioned because of his links to Vladimir Putin. The BBC Simon Jones has more. This deal is worth around $5 billion and that money, ultimately some of it, is going to be used to actually buy shares in the club. The majority, around $3 billion, is going to be used to buy the shares. Now those shares will then be put into a frozen bank account and then after that the idea is it will be released so the money can be given to charity, potentially to victims of the war in Ukraine. The takeover will require approval from English football authorities and the British government. And that's the news from RTHK.
McCartney back from 2013 from his album New. The title track, N E W, on CT. 